You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome to Voice Junkie. Everybody, welcome to the latest episode of Voice Junkie. I'm your host, Charles West. I got a special guest for y'all. It's the man, the myth, the legend, CT Zone Clockwise. Uh, he's here on. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, man, I had to get you on the show. It's been a minute since we chopped it up. Uh, you know, we gonna talk about you know what's going on with you. Obviously, I mean, that's what you do. You're you know musician. We gotta talk about something. Uh, in, regard, in regards to, you know, uh, anything new going on with you. And also, we're going to also get into some other stuff. We're not going to just keep it on music. We're going to talk about some entertainment stuff. What, you know, yeah. you know, other stuff that, you know, you may be into and stuff. We're going to talk about, like, all you know, te- television shows and all that type of stuff. Because I know you're a musician. You do all these interviews. You talk to all these different types of, uh, you know, media outlets. And they, they're, they're so goddamn vanilla. They talk about the same old thing all the time. Same questions. <laughs> Same questions, same old, same old. So I, I'm going to try to throw some curveballs at you with this uh, <laughs> with this interview. That's true. Let's do it. Hey, Thank hey, you. man. Hey. Uh, so uh, first of all, I, uh, nice album. Album is dope. Uh, superhero tapes. Y'all can catch Thank that you. on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. I mean, Google Play Music, whatever your streaming desires are you know the superhero tapes is on that clockwise k l k k l o k w i z e clockwise yes so yeah so um you you had a single that just dropped you actually man you you got you on your you you going on your third single your first single was the fills with um with with ct's um you know producer uh uh, uh, produced out of ct called prestigious the prestigious one excuse me prestigious is a real cool dude i'm actually linked up with him on uh on uh, Snapchat, so and I, I mean, I got his personal link, his personal number, and all that. But sometimes I'll snap him and just be like, "Man, you know, good shit," you know, because you guys are both on um, uh, first take for this uh, ESPN's first take for this month. So just tell me about that, like uh, the whole yeah. the whole process that of that. Like that's a big thing. Like I'm I, I'm subscribed to the playlist for uh, so you your tracks are actually next to each other, which is crazy. So yeah, just it's really insane that the two artists from any uh that are both from any state at the same time is crazy and um you know we're obviously both originally connecticut natives and uh you know having two artists from anywhere on the same month is just like lightning in a battle so it's pretty crazy and then we're very aligned like me and prestige are very much aligned on the same path because he worked really uh with me on the superhero tapes and he did the feels which is the lead single to 937 now and i felt like he was a big uh difference maker in the album and then it couldn't have been cool I saw early on uh, in the email thread that Prestige had a song coming up uh, <laughs> as well. So I, I texted him and I was like, yo, dude, this is crazy. We met you on the same month. And, uh, and sure enough, it's just something to be proud of, I think, uh, if you do think in a Connecticut term. You always got to think big, but you got to be proud of, of your home. And it's cool to see a couple artists on there like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it flipped me out because, again, being close to the music, you know, directly and indirectly for, you know, better half of a decade. It, I don't think I ever seen that before where it's like, you know, having two Connecticut artists on, you know, one of the biggest platforms and, you know, sp- at least sports media and ESPN and th- their whole thing is pretty cool. You know, like I, I kind of, 
you know, touch bases, you know, just on a management level, I've, you know, touched bases a little bit with uh, the guy that runs their, um, their whole, you know, yeah. music thing over there. And he's, you know, I never met him in person, but he seems like a really cool, humble guy. Um, it's really amazing what he's done over there because he's made, you know, the music important. It's actually highlighted in a way that, you know, it's not, a t it's not used as a tool necessarily. It's used more for the art. And I appreciate him doing that. Yeah, I think that was a big goal for him over there. Um, you know, and shout out. I won't put anybody's government on blast and get their email filled up, but shout out to ESPN Music. And yeah, yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, this guy, he goes, he goes, those guys over there go out of their way to not be known. <laughs> they like, they're like ghosts. So we're going to, we're going to keep them in, the, we're going to keep them far away in the ether so they can, <laughs> so they can, uh. So they could uh, continue to enjoy that amenity. But I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. But it's cool. No, you know, like I've been in the office down there with them uh, over the last couple of years. Cause I had a, the first song I had on was in about 2012, and then they've taken over since then. They've taken five altogether, and uh, at different intervals, different shows, to the X Games, things like that. But um, it's been I four think, years. Know, Your first one was four years ago. Yeah, round and round with Brandon Miko. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's 2012. <laughs> <laughs> that long ago, but uh, it's been a really cool relationship. But they definitely said, okay, what can we do to, um, you know, to build this department using what they had? They have such a great TV plug. Everyone loves ESPN. Everyone loves the brand. And so they've been able to pull in a lot of, I mean, I'm on that playlist next to like Justin Bieber, 1975, all sorts of big bands. So you know, they figure out a cool like funnel for everything. Yeah, I mean, it, it, look, it's a legit play. I mean, it's some. I mean, their ESPN is a huge media outlet. I mean, obviously they got all like heavy hitters on there, and you know, like the Beavers of the world. And and uh, hold up, I'm actually pulling up the playlist right now. You got uh, you know, little Nico, some new guy probably. Okay, I see Bieber, Black Alicious. You got uh, hell, you even got Frank Sinatra in this playlist. Uh, New York, <laughs> New, New York, New York. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it ain't bad to be uh yeah it ain't bad to be roll uh rubbing shoulders with uh old blue eyes himself uh those things make a big difference like the spotify ones like yeah. i have a song um from my last album that's on the spotify sound of pop playlist which is like if you just go to spotify and you click genres you go to pop and then i, I have a, a song on that playlist which is insane so oh wow i didn't know that i didn't know that so you're on a pop playlist how many um tracks are on that playlist it's like there's a hundred tracks oh, it's, like, it's like six hours of music but i mean it's like insane to be next to regular you know major label artists. Me yeah like mega pop crazy. stars like yeah. <laughs> like mega pop stars yeah so your, your new single on that's going to be on it's that's featured not going to be on it's already featured on espn right now for september is uh the rush featuring day yes um, I yeah. heard this. I was I was lucky enough. I was lucky enough to uh, get a copy of the uh, Superhero mixtapes in uh, be before it came out in May. I had a copy of it, yeah. and I, I listened to it. And I said, you know what? This one right here is is an, is 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 one of those special ones. I think that um, this is definitely one of your singles. And it turns out ESPN agreed with that. <laughs> It's amazing, man. That that single is like the little engine that could because you know that was the last song we did for the album. Originally, it actually um, was a little a little bit less cool of a beat. It was like a little West Coast piano, and I was just unloading all my like kind of feelings about the rap industry on it and what it's like to feel the rush like on stage and all the all the weird things that come with that and you know your luck for the game and just playing the game and all that kind of motivational stuff. And then uh, I sent it over today. 
I, I don't know how to I don't know how to zoom out on this and, and make the hook you know really make sense and and he came through and just sent me back this rush piece and yeah he he's cool you know I never met yeah. I never met the guy but he uh I like his and I think I've heard some tracks with him on there you know because I know some people also you know producers and stuff like that and he has this unique style it's like it's really it's unique in a sense that it's got this nice haunting eerie type smooth melodic yeah. melodic feel to it he kind of got like that that kid cuddy melodic vibe to him when kid cuddy totally. does his melodies over tracks he i get that vibe from day um yeah he's sublime yeah. he's amazing yeah and, and you know he did his thing on that track but um i, I also know that you're working on uh what a, another single i mean am i could we talk about this or is it still kind of under wraps yeah. <laughs> all right no, this, this scoop, but you guys hit a scoop always so, yeah no, yeah so we're doing the next thing was let me know and we just finished that uh we just wrapped the shoot and you shot that at uh what what uh what town in connecticut you shot that in we were out in hamburg cove which is a um right by old Seabrook. okay okay Seabrook. so it's beautiful obviously <laughs> if anybody know it about that cool. area it's beautiful <laughs> it's a very classic area and we got a um shout out my homie frank we had a buddy frank that was good enough to let us shoot this whole story on like a triple level yacht thing which like ballers. <laughs> i know you like ballers so yeah oh yeah like that you yeah that was that was that uh that's pretty sick man i mean what what local artist you know i'm 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 gonna ask y'all out there what local artist you know that's shooting a goddamn video on a yacht <laughs> you tell me part, but through my producer and quint um uh, good friend we were able to get uh miss usa 2013 Aaron brady to play the female lead that's we had her on set two days that's insane <laughs> how was she though how was she how was she she is the sweetest person, and um, she's, she has learned so much from the world from being on such big stages, and, and everything she's been able to do has definitely influenced uh, who she is. She's really, like, wise, and I had a blast with her. Um, she's been a Gavin DeGraw video as well, people like that. But I feel like we've made a historical moment for uh, out here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, hell yeah. That's a, that is definitely historical. I mean, you don't, I mean, think about it, man. You don't took it from, you know, the Lucy's and Corn stores and rooftops to a yacht with Miss USA 2013. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the it's wild. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, shout out to Ben Zidell who directed that. Who's uh, he's a big director in Boston. He does Wahlburgers TV show and worked on Ghostbusters. And, well, it, it was like a swing for the fences, you know. Yeah, a swing <laughs> for the fences, but it, it, it ain't. It, it's damn sure gonna be at least a double. I tell you that much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you it's know? crazy, and I think we're gonna explore doing some premiere party stuff. For it, you know, because it's, it's got its own little thing. We ended up shooting as well in like a big mansion in West Hartford that we were able to borrow. So it was pretty insane. Yeah, so that, that's pretty dope. I mean, that's pretty dope. I mean, to hear that kind of I mean, to see that kind of progress and, and, and get no, I mean, I, I keep track of everything, obviously. So, you know, this state is just such a small state and it's it's you know it's definitely in need of getting some kind of buzz it's a lot of talent that's here i don't really get into talking about you know the home state too much you know because obviously i run a blog i i do the podcast now and i try to keep my perspective on an international type of level yeah but it's always good to talk about the home state because it's so small it's so it's so overlooked i mean we're in the middle of two big behemoths as far as media 
and culture when it comes to Boston and New York. We're in the middle of that. So, you know, we get overlooked naturally because, you know, we got two towers, you know, towering over us. So any good news is good news if it's coming from the home state. But um, yeah, I'm gonna transition yeah, though. You know? I'm gonna transition though. I'm gonna transition over to to um. I, I wanted to get your feelings about music, you know, because I. <sighs> I I feel deeply about the, you know the music business and, and and so many things that it offers. I mean, and technology obviously. You know, I haven't had a chance to really uh, cover technology on the podcast. I've been covering a lot of social issues because it's been a lot of crazy stuff going on with Kaepernick and you know and everything oh, else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been a whole crazy stuff. I've, I got like two or three episodes filled with that kind of content. But you um, know what's funny, Charles? Yeah, is lately I'm watching. I go downstairs at my crib to watch our song on TV, and it'll be like Colin Kaepernick looking real noble and like rebellious, and then I hear, I can feel the rush. <laughs> and then it goes to commercial, and I'm like, man, I'm like the soundtrack for this guy's rebellious. Yeah, but like, hey, crazy. but hey, somebody, somebody doing a damn job in that control room because that is the perfect song to use for that situation. And, and I really feel like I uh, feel like I play a small part in it. In his history, is we just happen to be on ESPN the month that this is all. <laughs> hey man, it's a it's a beautiful thing, but again, your music is you know music in itself, and that's why I, I tried to credit them in the beginning with just using the art properly. Those guys know what they're doing; they know how to to, to piece together the proper sound for the right segment, and yeah. that's incredibly hard to do. You know, like you have that's a that's not a mechanical thing; that's a feeling. You have to like kind of go through that and feel that and say, you know right. what? Yeah, they, yeah, this is this is this song for this moment is what's right and they're really good at that and i give those guys credit but yeah i want to i want to move on to the music streaming thing i, I you know I, I never got your perspective of like because uh, you know a lot of artists n- don't don't seem to really grasp well far as far as technology and and like the streaming industry the music streaming industry as far as the streaming providers you know the big guys out there like spotify mm-hmm. and pandora right. and apple music title Etc. Etc. Uh, it's weird. I, I never got your perspective of this. Like, far as what's your thoughts on it? First of all, are you a proponent of it? Like, are you someone that actually see the purpose of like music streaming providers, like of their existence? Like, do you think they should exist? I absolutely love the streaming services and generation. And I'll tell you what. Uh, Ten years ago, it was becoming increasingly harder to pirate music because Kazaa, Napster, and all that's gone, and then. And uh, BitTorrents oh, yeah. coming out, and BitTorrents have lots of viruses in them. All my albums were BitTorrented when I was getting out of high school and would circulate, and then I felt bad because people are having problems with viruses on BitTorrent websites. And all that happened, and it made it hard to, for people to spread their music, whether it was pirated or legal, etc. And then with the streaming services, it's easier and faster to do it in a legal way, to just download one of these apps. It's entirely safe for faster and cheaper than going trolling around for the real files on the internet for an hour and then putting it on TV. You know, it's just <laughs> where I grew up. So, yeah. Personally, I think even if we're not getting the percentage share per stream that you feel is, is equal to your, you know, the worth of the music, at least 
it's not being undocumented and happening in the dark shadows of the internet. If I get 1,100 downloads, SoundScan knows I got 1,100 downloads. It counts. It actually matters. So for an independent artist, I, I'm a huge supporter of it. It's just an easier way for people to find you. They can look up Jay-Z or they can look up me on the same service. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? You basically nailed exactly one of my points that I was going to just talk about. It's a different perspective, a different viewpoint for independence. Because you guys yeah. don't have to worry about all these other arbitrary figures hovering in the background. Like, my issue with a lot of the major... Because this pops up more with the major recording artists. Oh, you know, yeah. Spotify is only paying us this. They're not pay they're paying us less than a penny per stream and blah, blah, blah. We should get more. I agree with that. I'm always on the side of the artist because, you know, being a former artist and being in that arena, I understand right. the work that goes into creating this art and, and, and just the sacrifice. I get that. But what my issue is with a lot of these major recording artists is how, you know, how out of touch they are like they don't understand the math and the numbers and and things of that nature because i always try to defend the streaming providers for a first of all just like you said they if, if these guys don't if they weren't to exist today the freaking number of illegal downloads the number of pirating would be through the roof if they weren't around and i think they're just yeah they're, and you never get any quantification of how many people are listening to your record but like, I would go find BitTorrent and see how many people downloaded it because I didn't know how many people had now. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. And just... streaming's kind of nice. Yeah, and just that purpose alone is worth them existing because they are literally by, by, uh, by just existing they are literally preventing a lot of the illegal pirating that could take place and and um but you know that's one aspect of it but my my issue with some you know some of the big industry uh artists is that they they go and they rail against the spotify's of the world etc etc about their piece of the pie when in reality they should be focusing on the same evil entities that's been oppressing them from day one since you know recordings have been a thing and that's the you know record exec in the record labels spotify pays out and pandora they pay out close to upwards of 70 percent of their profits to to the record industry they don't even yep. they, they don't even make a profit themselves i mean there was a story that you know title came out with a story uh you know because they had to report their quarterly earnings and they had 28 million dollars in losses and a lot of people don't yep. realize <laughs> these companies don't make any money they're always in the red the, they're not taking your money uh taylor swift uh, uh, Adele, they're not taking your money. Uh, your record executives and your labels are taking your money. Why don't you go argue that's with them? Point. Yeah, that, that's what's happening. So it's like, argue with those guys to get a bigger piece of your of the pie that you do deserve. Don't blame a, 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 you know the innovators that's trying to bring you a larger audience and prevent illegal torrenting of your of your of your product. Hey man, I'd rather earn less than a penny than earn nothing at all from a from an illegal download, right? I mean, that's just the reality yeah, you know, of it. I also see I see three distinct tiers of artistry happening. And it used to be you were an amateur or you were a 
signed, right? In the 90s, it was like you were an amateur out the trunk or you were signed. And it was like two types of artists. So now, I feel like there's three. There's the SoundCloud uh, guys that do it on the weekend, that do it for their spirit. And, and, and you're not, and yeah. It really helps differentiate you to the public where they say, okay, this guy, I might not have heard of this guy yet, but this guy is yeah. an independent artist. It's a huge thing and everybody should be exploring it. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's not rocket science. I mean, if you're a major recording artist, your next, your main priority and next, I mean, your objective down the road should be independence. <laughs> I mean, period. Like, you should be trying to strive to be independent because of all the things you just said, because of all the benefits you, you've just, uh, you know, laid out. It's, it's, it's very simple, you know. And and I just wanted to kind of throw that out there because obviously I kind of knew how you would go about it because you are an independent so your viewpoint is different from like a major recording artist but you know yeah. you know it, it, it has to be put out there because you know there's a lot of people out there who don't really know how this stuff works out far because it is complex right. it is complex it's very complex i mean how do you how do you decipher what uh what a track is worth and how many times it needs to be played for what particular X Y Z amount? Like, I mean, that's that's like that's try, that's like trying to figure out physics to a lot of people, you know. So you know, the downside is exactly. But again, the the great part about streaming is that the music kind of does live on. I mean, a lot of major recording artists, especially the older ones who were in the golden era back in the days. I'm talking about 70s and and 80s, and you know when you had to buy you know twenty dollars. <laughs> 20 20 vinyl records for <laughs> for a single you know what i mean like in the golden days they don't understand like hey you know being on these streaming providers is good because it allows a you know a generations of listeners to stay in tune of you know the great work you've done in the past the problem with totally. the problem with just buying things is that it it has its 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 limit where people won't buy it anymore not because it's terrible it's just because time time eventually snuffs it out whereas with streaming providers it's like okay i can just type you in and you're always around when i need you that's a very good point yeah i mean that's but i mean that's just me i i, I was like you know i have to bring this up and talk to an actual artist about it because you know i can't talk to a <laughs> i can't talk to a quote-unquote normal <laughs> about <laughs> about yeah. something like this you know yeah but uh yeah all right that's that's let's get off the music man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna move on to television shows let's talk about television shows. it's been a lot of great tv out there uh yeah. I, i've been trying to wait for this i kind of teased this to you know you know weeks ago before we've 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 talked briefly about certain television shows that we're into but uh i'm gonna just i'm gonna just go into some of the ones that i've been looking at at you know newer ones i'm not gonna get into the the, the ones everybody know or the great stuff like whether it's the house of cards or the game of thrones and and the you know, Walking Dead and all everybody likes those shows. But I'm not gonna talk about those shows. I wanna talk about like the newer shows that's coming out that or, or shows that yeah. most people don't even really pay attention to. But um on my list I got uh um uh Bojack Horseman. 
I love BoJack Horseman. A lot of people don't like BoJack Horseman, but I, I love BoJack you Horseman. You put me on with one. I had not started that. It's on my cue. Yeah, dude, man, look. BoJack Horseman is like... It, it doesn't get the proper credit it deserves because it's, it's really deep. Like, it's an animated... Uh, show, but the story, the, the writing, and the character development is so real. Like it has a really good intro. It's like a, it's like a really good introspective viewpoint of life of like a semi washed up celebrity uh, uh, horse because the BoJack Horseman character is a horse, and it's just like right. it, if you watch it, you say, "Damn, you know, some of these elements is kind of like I could put some of these elements of what he's going through in my life as well," and like. It's more deeper than people think because they 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 get confused because it's it's a horse and they got all these different animal characters, but the storytelling is actually real. Yeah, sometimes uh, you know there's a term called suspension of disbelief. Oh yeah. Sometimes you can get into everything else about a show if you can suspend your disbelief about the main premise. The main, maybe it's a talking horse, you know. Yeah, exactly. It'll give you an opportunity to ask questions that are real world questions that we can ask in a fictional way. Exactly, and I think that's what uh, what what uh, kind of trips people up. They see a talking horse, so they're like, ah, you know, uh, but they're not really looking at the story and how it's being told and things like that but definitely check it out when you I actually i'm guilty because i haven't finished season two um but uh because it's just so much tv man and then i'm busy i i, I can't All right, really... i got one for you that people should start and that is vice principles oh yeah, yeah. You see you stole my you stole it you stole one of my one of my <laughs> man look i tell you what that vice principles I, you know my wife i was talking to my wife about it and i was like hey you know what you need to you need to check this out you need to check this out she's like ah you know because you know you see the trailer and look kind of goofy and stuff like that because you know it is uh, uh Danny McBride in it so you know you don't know what to expect with Danny but uh you know once she watched it she started watching it and kept watching it and then now she wants she don't now I can't watch it without her you know I can't just go and she's like oh you didn't tell me you were gonna watch Vice Principles I love Lee Russell the Lee Russell character yeah. is, is my favorite character <laughs> I, you know it's so rewarding it starts a little bit strange uh and you get used to it but it's really become the most rewarding Rewarding show that I'm watching week to week where it's there's big developments happening and it just by the end of the season becomes such a joy to watch. And I love Belinda Brown. Um, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Like a breakout role for her. I, yeah. I, not, she's not um, an actress I've seen in a lot of other things. And she is just like absolutely sealing the show on this. And it really becomes, you think it's about them trying to take down an authority figure and it more becomes an analysis of is anyone an authority figure or are we all just humans and like yeah, because everyone has their own issues. Like, that's the thing. Like, the story, the show develops, and then as you see it develop, you start seeing the layers, the deep layers. You know, right. so Lee Russell, he has some issues going on at home. He hates this, he hates his mother-in-law. He, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he's got this... He's not getting paid enough. His wife is mad. He's not getting paid enough. He's an educator. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's not enough money. Yeah, and, and then he's got this juiced up freaking neighbor across the street. He wants to work yeah. out and play loud music in the wee hours of the night <laughs> and you know stuff like that and then you, yeah and you got Danny McBride's character of um god damn it what's his name what's his Gamby. yeah Gamby so you got Gamby Danny yeah. McBride's character you got him going through this whole thing where he he was he's a real uh recent divorcee and then his daughter's like this new dad and he's cool as shit and he just he's he thinks that he's gonna 
fucking loser and you know all this other stuff and then you got the melinda brown then when she came into the store you start seeing all her issues she's a former divorcee and and all these other things so it's got layers to it and it's just funny as hell on top of that it's really well written and it really analyzes um you know and i feel like i can say this because that's sort of they these are characters that look like me and would represent me it sort of shows you um a little bit of privilege and that these guys that are really average and not that talented at their job think that they should be promoted yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. but everybody could everybody could relate to that everybody could relate to that <laughs> everybody can yeah, relate to that so, you know without shedding the line of going too far down the rabbit hole i do think it analyzes some of the issues that are going on too you know with white privilege and things because these guys are not even any good at being principal and they're mad that they're not getting promoted. <laughs> exactly exactly uh i also i just finished um it took me a little while um it was very hyped up. I kind of waited because I didn't want to just jump into it because of all the hype. But man, look, it it lived up. And I'm talking about Stranger Things. I knew it. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> like I, honestly, it, it's it's so good that it's it's beautifully good. Like yeah. I think of beautiful when I think of Stranger Things. Like I, I mean, even the goddamn soundtrack is beautiful. I like <laughs> like everything about that show so is huge. awesome. That shows you how to do a show with your actual with your mind attached and not just a budget because they had a really small budget for a netflix show they were given very little comparatively and they wrote uh, they wrote their way through it into such a smart show you know what i mean that it became cerebral it became less about whether we saw an alien or not exactly exactly and then when you finally saw it it was a huge payoff because you was like whoa like it wasn't a disappointment right. it wasn't like the like signs remember that uh, movie yeah. with uh uh, Mel Gibson, and once you got yeah. to finally see it, you were like, eh. It was like some, you know what I mean? Like with, with Stranger Things, when you finally got to that point, when they finally led you down the road to see exactly what the hell, whatever this thing is, you were like, it was a good payoff. It, you you felt like it was you were rewarded because then it, it again, like you said, with the storytelling, everything was just the music, the theme music, through every scene, every everything was just nicely detailed. Yeah, and I'm I'm very excited about season two coming. Very excited because there's still a lot of unanswered oh, questions. What's up with Barb, yo? I'm so sad. What's going on with Barb? Where's she at? She dead, man. She dead. Man, everybody keeps telling me that. Yo, I'm she like, dead. Yo, Barb, yo, they went. They went. Um. Um, the cop, I can't remember his name. The, 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 oh, um, you saw her in the, you saw her in the place, right? No spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah, no, oh yeah, spoiler, yeah, yeah, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay, they, you I know. I remember. Yeah, they went to the Upside Down, um, um, the kid's mom, I can't, I'm terrible at names, I'm sorry. Yeah. The kid's mom. Okay, okay. Yeah, Winona no, Wyatt's character. Was sad. Yeah. I wanted them to get Barb. Yeah, but, ah, uh, spoiler alert. I, I, I'm not going to spoil it no more. I'm going to leave it alone. Y'all need to go watch Stranger Things. It's incredible show. Show. Uh, if you love the 80s, a like, writer. yeah, if you, Amazing. yeah, oh, I know a writer was great. I mean, it's good to I'm see her. For her. Yeah, yeah. We, we put her through hell as a country. Yeah, yeah, we, we did. You know, look at scandals that happen now. Yeah. And yet we like ended this woman's career for nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she had a little, you know, a little, let's say, uh, a little blooper of a situation. Italians, yeah, yeah. What happened now? Yeah, now it's just we on a different. I mean, it, we, we're on a different level now. But she we definitely gotta give her another chance. Oh, she. It, 
I mean, talent, look, at the end of the day, it's like with the Chris Brown thing. At the end of the day, talent reigns supreme. If you're just, you're just super talented, you can't, you can't snuff out talent. Talent is talent. Whether you like it or not, it, it, it talent is so powerful that it'll never go away. And Winona Ryder is definitely in that category. I think that uh, she definitely had a Emmy, Emmy award winning performance in that show. And I, like I said, I, I really hope you get your nomination for it. I really do. I mean, the show is amazing. I, I'll be surprised if it doesn't win uh, or, or like when it's up for a nomination. It might be, they might be, there might be, no, no, actually, it won't be too late for next year. So I will be surprised if it's not at least up for a nomination, you know, because it, it, it's great. But um, um, so I mean, other than that, what other shows you, you, uh, you looking at? Some oldie but goodies, uh, uh, some other things uh, that well, Clockwise okay. likes to watch. <laughs> I will say Ray Donovan had an incredible season. We're wrapping up on. Well, it's a nice time for TV because a lot of shows are uh, wrapping up or starting up for their new season. So, like, Ray Donovan just finished a really strong season. Lisa Bonet was really good on it. Um, that's something worth watching. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't have Showtime, so. But I see Ray Donovan looks like it's a good show. I heard, um, is it Shameless? Not Shameless. Um, the other show on there with uh, Paul Monty. What's his name? Uh, oh, Billions. Billions is a very good show. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that, too. I heard that's a good show as well. Uh, I, I, I think about getting Showtime. I, I mean, eh. You know, I'm a cord cutter, so... You know, me too. Yeah, I'm a core cutter, so you know, no, you know. It, it's hard to kind of piece together all these memberships because you you want to watch your budget line. Because at the end of the day, the reason why you're core cutting is because of your budget. So I don't want to get to, to the point where I'm like, okay, I want to subscribe to Showtime. Oh, I want to subscribe to HBO it's now. Hard. I love all television. I'll say some more too. It's uh, on CBS. This is a regular network show. Uh, it was a summer show that was brilliant. It's called Brain Dead. Oh, okay, okay. It just came out, right? And uh, it was a beautifully diverse cast. Uh, it's about, it's sort of a, a farcical, co- uh, like, comedy um, fusion of sci-fi and government. It's like House of Cards meets Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Weird, weird things happening in the government, and it, it mirrors the election, and then you're wondering why these things are all weird, and then you realize that there's aliens going on, and they're in people's <laughs> minds. And um, it's a sounds stranger than it is once you watch it. It's kind of like BoJack Horseman. If you sit and watch it, it's got so much great commentary in it, and it's got really good performances. I uh, love that. I just finished Underground. Underground should be getting Emmys. That's a fantastic show. What, what's, 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 uh, what channel is that on? Underground is on WGN. just like a regular basic cable. Um, John Legend produces it. Wow. And it's about, so this is basic it's, TV? It's on basic TV, yeah. So I'm one of the first 50 channels. What WGN, whichever it is for your cable provider. Writer, but um, it's sort of prison break on a southern plantation in the 1800s. Wow. Introduced someone that, that's like a Harriet Tubman type character. It's really. I'm writing. Show. I'm writing that down right now. I like John Legend. He's yeah. a deep. He's a deep, deep dude. Yeah, definitely. WGN. All right. Well, yeah. So that's pretty dope. I mean, uh, look, TV, man. It, it's so much of it. You got all the new shows coming out. You got uh, Luke Cage coming out on Netflix. You got. Yes. That's gonna be crazy. You got uh, uh an HBO now. The Sleeping Giant seems to have awoken because this this fall season they got a lot of heat coming. They got Westworld coming in October. That's gonna be bonkers. They got uh Insecure from the uh, from the from the uh, chick that made uh 
um, Issa. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Black. Yep. She got a show coming. It's basically, uh, you know, what she did on. I forgetting the damn name of the show on YouTube. I think it's called uh, Awkward Black Girl. Yeah, Aqu Awkward yeah. Black Girl. It's basically the same kind of concept, but the show's called Insecure. Right. So she got a show coming. And then you got uh, a show with, um, uh, I don't know, I forgot the name of the show, but it's apparently some guy who, who who's a delivery boy who goes around selling drugs to people. Oh, yeah. High maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a lot. This is all the HBO shows that's coming, like, literally within the next few Absolutely. weeks. So there's a lot of heat coming. Yeah, not to mention the Walking Dead is coming. Yep. Not to mention the Walking Dead's coming back. So, you know, we we Walking Dead person? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. You can't be a television fan without being a Walking Dead fan. I have not started it. I have to tell you, Charles. I am Negan. I'm Negan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Negan. Now it's it's um it, it's something that um it, look, we, we didn't get on the, me and my wife, we didn't get on the uh let me say it better than that. My wife and I, we didn't get on the um we, we kind of we were late to it a couple years ago uh what is it we got into it about three years ago maybe or four years ago i don't know we, we went in when it started and we kind of binged through it to get caught up and it's one of those things that you're gonna have to sit and kind of digest on an off day it just like even just if it's just season one just get through season one because season one's short actually it's like uh, i don't know it's less i think it's less than like 10 episodes in season one i think it's seven so you know you just digest season one and do you it sets the mood then you know what the hell's going on you're like whoa and then after that you you can kind of slowly walk through it, it but it, it it is everything and, and more <laughs> like it, it definitely lives up it i mean it's it's nothing else bigger than uh that aside from like game of thrones like those two yeah. those two are on like everything that we named all the shows in them are great in their own perspective in their own rights but game of thrones and walking dead are on completely different levels and I didn't even mention, you know what? You know, I feel I feel bad that I didn't even mention uh I didn't even mention uh suits and I'm not gonna go on and on and on about that, but I didn't I mention suits. suits. Do you watch suits? Oh, I fucking love suits. I've been watching suits since it started. Unbelievably well written. Character development is great and never I was worried about this season, but they came through in this season. And Well, I have started this season, but I do know that uh, Mike Ross has to be on that CW Legends of Tomorrow show too, so I know he must have to write around him in and out. Oh, wow. Wow. So that'd be interesting to see what that... I don't think that there's going to be a lot more shows left. I mean, they're pretty much running through the whole gambit. So this may be... There might be a couple more seasons left, and that's it for that. Because they... Yeah, Suits. Because they... They, they did kind of pull the narrative trigger without spoilers. They did pull a big trigger. And I'm glad they did, because at some point it needed to be head-on addressed. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, you know, Mike Ross's whole situation. But, um... Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and also I'm just going to transition to Mr. Robot. Do you watch that, Mr. Robot? No. I oh, oh, boy. We talk about Stranger Things, talking about the psychology and the and nothing is more nothing is more uh, psychological than Mr. Robot. That is on a whole nother. I'm talking about you got to watch. Sometimes you got to. That's one of those shows you got to even when you watch a, a season, you might have to watch the season again just so you can pick up every single detail. That's how that's how that's how good that show is written. I gotta get into it. I know it won a lot of awards. Anything that wins that many awards. No, it, it, this one, yeah, but sometimes that could be, that could be, uh, that could be uh, uh, hype and stuff like, but this show is just like, I mean, this thing is like, it's like the guy that, that that writes it is a freaking genius, Sam Ismail. He's a freaking genius. And then you've got Christian Slater and, you know, you got a lot of good cast. And it, man, look, that one, 
it's only on season two so there's not enough you know you got enough time to kind of walk through it they're kind of halfway through the season so i'll just wait till the season's over and walk through it probably through the winter I'm gonna jump in that. Everything's coming back too, which is beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. But yeah, man. Um, I uh, it was a great interview. I don't want to keep you on too long. Uh, uh, you could uh, tell tell cats where you can find all your um all your stuff. Anything that's clockwise related. Uh, anytime you want to listen to anything or, or or support anything, give all the plug. Give all the plugs. All the plugs. Yeah. So man, well, hey, this was man fun, and I can't wait to follow up with you once all TV starts. Uh, of course. That's my main uh, thing. Of course. I'm not rapping. Of course. I have time during the day. Of course. Uh, I'm not rapping. I watch TV. We'll have to catch up on one of these when Grey's Anatomy starts. But uh, oh, oh, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I never watched. Uh, look, I never watched Grey's Anatomy. It's, it's such a magical show. There's reasons it's been on so long. So anyway, we'll catch another installment of the TV thing. But yep. yeah, much love. Thank you everyone that's listening. So it's K O K W I Z E clockwise from Uh If you're watching ESPN, you've probably heard the song. On right now on first take. Uh, you can go on Vivo, you know, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Idol, anywhere you're going. Type in Clockwise, check it out. Um, we have a new video coming called Let Me Know with Miss America. Uh, we'll be coming out pretty soon. And um, yeah, just like get plugged in online. Get plugged in online is Clockwise, K L O K W I Z E, iTunes. <laughs> Spotify, everything. Just Google them. You know what? And also Google Clockwise ESPN. Put that in the toolbar on YouTube. He's got the ESPN freestyle with the New England Patriots freestyle that he did. That's a also yeah. That's also another really really good uh, really good look that you guys uh, should check out. But um yeah man, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, till you definitely gonna be on the next episode. The next episode we gonna have with with you on there is gonna be strictly entertainment. We'll be a correspondent. You're helping me figure out my next move and like you. Of course. Of course. And that's my job. If I'm not doing my job right, then what, what the hell am I doing on here anyway? <laughs> Alright, now that... Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Alright, that's our uh, episode 6 of Voice Junkie. We'll be back. Same time, same channel. Peace out. Bless.